Welcome to the Brand Party Podcast. I'm your host, Christine from CL Designs. If you know me, execution and getting shit done is my middle name. This podcast will energize you to invest in your brand in new ways. Join me for tips, insights, and actions you can take to make your brand a priority in your business. My guests and I deliver honest, to-the-point advice you can implement right away. Your brand is worth celebrating. It can be fun, and I'll show you how. Let's get this party started. Alana Ruoso is a success coach for designers, creatives, and entrepreneurs who deep down know that they can do better, but keep falling short of where they want to go. With over 20 years of experience working at top design studios and owning her own businesses, Alana has been there, done that, bought the t-shirt, and redesigned it so it looks much better with your favorite jeans. Radiating humor and honesty, Alana shows clients how to ditch struggle, own their value, and move their career from vanilla success to spectacular triumph. Here's Alana. Thank you so much, Alana, for joining in on the Brand Party Podcast today. I'm so excited to have you on here. Thank you. I'm so excited too. And so I want to dive right in and ask you, how does Brand Party resonate with you? The Brand Party is full of energy and there is this transparency to what you're building, which I really resonate with. And it's very much that like, I got this, you got this vibe, and I feel there's that genuine support network that you're building. And I think people need that so much right now, especially during this time. But to find that podcast and that space where it's very genuine and supportive, I think is a rarity. And I think it's something to be celebrated. Amazing. Well, I'm so glad to have you part of it as well. And sometimes it's not always sunshine and rainbows and high energy, (laughs) but what would you say to those who feel overwhelmed by their branding and design challenges right now? This is always a great question because it is totally normal to feel branding overwhelm and to have that sense all the time. And if you're not feeling it, then it means you're actually not growing your business. And so I always say to people, when they talk to me about branding, I have been doing this a really long time and I still have my meltdown moments. I still have those times when I just don't know how to do it. And so it always goes back to the same thing as like breaking it down to small steps, but it's completely normal. And then you have to really embrace that process. It is this organic creative process. It's not a mathematical formula. And so you have to just go into it with that mindset and understand that from the beginning. And there's going to be the good days and the bad days. And like, that's just part of it. There's a quote that I came across of recently that it's just to focus on the next step instead of the whole staircase. <gasps> yes. Oh, I do that every day. Like I, I break things down into my now goals and like my wish list. Like, you know, when you shop online and you have what you want to buy now, and then you have your wish list that sits in your basket. I think of it that too, to just take away some of that overwhelm. It's like, what has to be done now? And then the rest can just wait. Yeah, it's all about priorities. I love that analogy. (laughs) Yes, always bring it back to shopping. (laughs) And then to shift gears then, not to sound off on a daunting note necessarily, but some days are obviously, it's just an accomplishment to get out of bed. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. typically the path of entrepreneurship has come just a little bit like you're trying to move forward, you're trying to stay motivated and try to really start your best foot forward off on um, in the morning. But there are maybe 
some differences in that on a day-to-day basis, but what are the three S's and the importance of them in our own lives and businesses? Sure. So the three S's are the backbone of how I build my business and my coaching. It's something I'm really passionate about. So it's struggle, self-esteem, and self-sabotage are my three kind of areas. And those are, I think, three things that really trip up entrepreneurs building a business. And we think so much about the external, and I really love to look at the internal. And so the struggle piece is me recognizing a while ago that, especially when I started going to female entrepreneurial networking events, that so many people are addicted to struggle. They are sitting in the struggle space. They are making things harder than they have to be. They think it should be that way. They think unless they're having that hard time getting out of bed, then they're not doing something right. There's like the glamorization of the struggle. So that's something to really be mindful of. The second one is the self-esteem piece. So a lot of people think, you know, as soon as my business is a success, as soon as my website's perfect and my brand looks amazing, I'm feel amazing about myself and have this like self-esteem just like drop from the sky into my body and take over. And what I always say to people is that you've got to build your self-esteem as you're building your business, because that's actually going to show in your brand. It's going to start showing up in your brand. It's going to create that impact that you're looking for. And it's got to be done together. So it's not separate. And then the self-sabotage piece is recognizing that as you're growing your business, you're going to hit these points where you become actually uncomfortable with success. Some of us do, or it feels too hard. And you're going to do something to like knock it down subconsciously probably. And then you're just going to crawl under those covers and you're going to go for that Netflix binge, which totally we need to do some days. Mm -hmm. But those three pieces are so integral with building a business. And I think any entrepreneur just kind of needs to check in with those all the time to make sure that they're on the right path and that they're building themselves up as they're building their business. Because I feel like some people, um, including myself, have felt like, you know, we have to struggle in order to have Mm -hmm. earned that version of success, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So like imposter syndrome is very real. (laughs) Yeah. Um, How many of you have maybe like, I want to, yeah, pose this question to listeners that, you know, how many of them have thought about starting their business or launching a podcast or even dreaming about that big pitch to a client that they've always, you know, wanted to work with, but that voice just always keeps creeping in and we end up shooting for smaller so that it's just within our realm of comfort at the end of the day and within quote unquote realistic expectations. (laughs) Yeah. So this self-sabotage ties nicely into that because there'll be that point where we think it's too big. And so we'll go back to that safety zone because we just were comfortable there. We have to recognize that, yeah, the imposter syndrome that you talked about is really true. Like a lot of us experience it. One of the things that really helped me get my head around that concept and shift things was there's a TED talk by Amy Cuddy and it's quite old. It's 2012. So in the world of TED talks, that's long. She has a talk on body language and she says, it's not fake it till you make it. It's fake it till you become it. Like I've really run with this because I just keep pushing forward and putting those steps in place so that I start to be the person that I want to be or start to have the business that I want to be. And it's like small steps and eventually that you get there. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like it's hard to differentiate when I talk to my clients too. Sometimes they just choose the color palette that they just pr- personally like, but not necessarily is reflective of their you know, business values or their goals in that sense, right? Um, just because, you know, you love pastel pink doesn't mean that you're actually going to bring that into your brand. My, Thank my you. office walls are a, a pastel pink, but you don't see that in my brand. It's That's also thinking instead of like an entrepreneur, sometimes you have to think of yourself as a corporation. What would a corporation do? I think that's also a really helpful thing when I'm working through the branding process with a client, actually. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, so sometimes when those voices kind of creep in or we can't differentiate that clarity piece, like how can we identify when it's like fear-based talking or if it's actually the real facts that we need to kind of think twice about? Sure. That's a really good question. And I always say due diligence is super important. So while I always believe with going with your gut with certain things, especially if you're building a brand and creative, doing due diligence, doing research, competitive research, all the boring stuff is really important. And then recognizing that fear is always going to show up. Like it's literally going to be pervasive in everything you do anytime that you're building something moving forward. It's the acceptance of the fear. And then the check-in of, even though this feels really uncomfortable, are we going to keep moving forward? Are we going to build this brand to be even bigger, even though we don't really know what we're doing? It's letting the fear sit there and then checking in with your gut and also doing the due diligence. It's like a trifecta really that you have to kind of keep going with. Yeah, that intuitive awareness, I think, is extremely important. And so the art of storytelling is extremely powerful. It's undeniable, but sometimes to the point where sometimes we even doubt ourselves and question the choices that we make and kind of create our own stories, right? But what are the top three tips to building that new path to success that actually feels very doable and fulfilling? Yeah, I love what you just said there about the stories because we really are like in story time all the time. We're constantly telling our things. I'll catch clients or myself and you just literally take yourself out of the running before you've done anything, (laughs) anything at all. And you're like, well, I obviously can't do this. So the three things that I would say is first of all, to check in to see if it's an OPG. So an OPG is other people's goals. And this is really integral. And I don't care if you're building a business, if it's a personal goal, or if you're applying for a job, if you're a nine to five person, checking in to see if the goal that you're actually pursuing is something you want. And this seems so basic, but I asked a client this recently, she was a business analyst, not at all in my realm. And there was a moment where it's like total silence because it was sitting in that it was a family pressure that she hadn't really been conscious of to do what she was doing because she was so unfulfilled. So checking in to see if it's other people's goals and making sure it's something that you want to do. Secondly, I would say you need to be your own best advocate. And so while I totally want to share and get support from people, that's why we're here today. We're, We're chatting, we're supporting each other. There's that transparency. You have to, at the end of the day, really be the one that's championing for yourself. And that takes commitment, that takes a lot of work, and it takes time. And it's it's not something that necessarily is easy, but I really believe that you need to be your own best advocate and be your own best friend. I know that sounds a little like a Hallmark card there, but it's 100% true. The kinder you are to yourself and the more you support yourself, the more successful you're going to be. And the more successful your brand's going to be because people will see that. People see that you're your own best advocate. And the third thing I would say is to work on that mindset piece. And you've talked about this before, and a lot of entrepreneurs talk about this, but it's starting to develop the awareness of when you may be shutting yourself down, doing the self-sabotage, saying things that are not constructive. And I'm not saying just only think positive thoughts. It's not at all what I'm saying. I'm suggesting you be aware of where you might be actually kind of making things more difficult or saying things that are not constructive. I have one friend and I love her, but she's always saying, oh, I could never do that. I could never do that. It's like her catchphrase. Like she always goes to it. And it's like, I don't know, maybe you could do it. Like maybe you don't want to do it and that's cool, but maybe you could do it. So checking in with that mindset piece is also really important. I always think back to this concept of the brand 360 is something that I keep talking about too, is that when you internally, externally, and experientially are your brand, there's like no disconnection there. There's a lot of trust that is obviously instilled in it and familiarity and that authenticity that you can't fake it. 
100%. That is, I like just thinking of it as a 360 and covering all the bases, external, internal, all of that is absolutely integral. And so Vivian Kay, another fellow branding expert, has said that consistency is harder when no one is clapping for you. And mm-hmm. that's why I'm clapping for my own damn self. <laughs> I love that so much. I love it. Yeah. It's such a fun one. So yeah. fun. And you know that here on the Brand Party Podcast as well, we're all about celebration. And so celebrating everyone, no matter how big or small and celebrating all those moments, but on the days that we just need a little pick me up or to clap for ourselves, what is your no fail strategy? Yes. I I also love this because clapping for myself was something I really struggled with. It was really a challenge because I find it easier to clap for other people than for myself. So, and I know actually I'm totally doing that now because what I want to celebrate is anyone who's showing up to a podcast like this, anyone who's showing up to building their business, anyone who's showing up to doing coaching or therapy or going through something really challenging this time and is like trying to make it better and trying to have like that awareness as to what they're doing, because it is so much easier as you suggested earlier to pull those covers over to shut down and to not think about it. So when you're actually brave enough and you have that courage to like step into what you think might be possible, I think that's absolutely worth celebrating. And I definitely think sparkling rosé is the way to go with that. Personally, (laughs) that's my favorite way to celebrate, but yeah. When we talk about the mindset piece, and it's been talked about a lot, is people are taking it really seriously. And there's sometimes a heaviness associated with, and there's a lot of judgment. It's like, if we're not doing it right, and we're not saying the perfect thing, then we're just, we're doing it wrong. And we should be doing this, and we should be doing that. And so I would, what's really been like so effective for me, and I love seeing it also working with clients, is approaching it with curiosity when you're looking at your mindset. Because when you have curiosity, you don't have the judgment. Mm-hmm it's totally changes things. So it's like, if you are dragging your heels on getting your website up, let's say, and you're really like every day at three o'clock, you schedule it in your calendar, but somehow you're, you know, going to walk the dog, then just like ask yourself out of curiosity, why do you think that is as opposed to beating yourself about it? Because honestly, that that is not going to really get you to work on your website. It may short term. So I would say be more curious about how you're working on your mindset. Yes. I love that. It's such an integral part of the process. And Yeah. Asking yourself why is definitely a lot more constructive getting to the root of that. Yeah. And why without judgment? Because you might have a really great reason for not wanting to work on the website. Maybe it's actually not aligned with you. Maybe you don't want to do the website. Maybe the whole company needs to shut down. Like these are, you know, valid curiosities. Absolutely. And so I have a few rapid fire questions for you. Are you ready? I am so ready. (laughs) What are you currently celebrating? Oh, I am currently celebrating that I have amazing clients that are showing up that really want to change how they're doing business or how they're living their life. And I'm also celebrating that I love being there so much. So it's just a different kind of joy that I never would have anticipated in my life. Oh, they're so lucky to have you. (laughs) (laughs) What is the number one thing that you want people to have fun with from this episode? So I definitely want people to have fun with that mindset piece and not see it as something so heavy and that they can approach it with that curiosity that they don't need to get it all right. And this is a process that is to be celebrated, enjoyed, and just observed. Amazing. And what's your bold legacy? My bold legacy is say more. So I'm a big believer in really voicing your voice and given the, what's going on, I think this is more important than ever. Personally, I 
want to share what I have to say with more people and I want to hear from more people. Oh, I love that sentiment. It's so powerful. So I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to join in on the fun on the Brand Party Podcast. Where can people find out more about you? Thank you so much. My website is uh, alanaroso.com and you can find out everything you need about me on that website. And I also have the same handle on Instagram. So Instagram and my website, I have a blog that I'm really passionate about. So that's where people can find me. Amazing. Thanks so much, Alana. Thanks so much. Love what you heard? So did Min. Here's what she had to say about the Brand Party Podcast. This review comes from Min Sukri. She says, I love this podcast. I have worked and followed Christine for over a year now. This podcast is always exciting and has such great information. Christine is such a lovely soul. It truly shines through. We'll definitely be a longtime subscriber of this podcast. Enjoy the Brand Party? Leave a rating and review to share the fun we've had. Until next time. Thank you.